everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is February 8th, 2023. You've said a lot of dumb things. A lot. But tonight, as we're getting ready to go, we're watching MLB Network. They're showing the hot stove transaction. Yes. Easily the dumbest hot stove transaction that I've seen so far, Dave, with the Giants. Three years, $33 million for Taylor Rodgers, who sucks. I don't know what they were watching. Maybe they thought the Padre coaches didn't know to coach. Uh, go ahead and think that. And then right behind it was your Los Angeles Dodgers. Yes. One year, $13 million for Noah Syndergaard, which I was reminded. And I told you, I think they would have overpaid if they went one year, $1.3 million yeah. instead of thirteen. And tell tell all your friends out there. In podcast land, how you think Syndergaard's going to be an all-star, you dick. The Dodgers work fucking miracles. That's how it's going to fucking happen, you cocksucker. Tell you right now. Don't start off with the dick shit. Tell you right now. We aren't played games. Tony Gonsolin's a goofball with a shitty beard and plays with cats. Guy was awesome. Andrew Haney got cut by two teams in 2021. He D- was an all-star. DFA by uh, problem. May 15th. Yeah. You, Syndergaard. It, oh, no way. By May 15th. No. Right here. Where's our whiteboard? Okay. Well, you Write know what? Down. Hold Lunch on. Lunch Tommy's. Tyler Anderson. Fucking, you, what are you guys, insane signing Tyler Anderson? Another all-star. Signs oh, with the Angels for $39 million. Who, who Sorry we didn't give Noah Syndergaard an 11-year deal. Would you have been happy with that one? One-year deal. Let's try it out. Doesn't work out. You get the fuck 13 out, million. Thor. $13 million. Who gives a shit? May 15th, he's DFA'd. Lunch at Tommy's? Yes. Beyond? Go ahead. Will you eat it? Or are you just going to buy it for No, me? I'll just buy it. <laughs> and then stare at me? You fucking come in, you pay, and you walk the fuck out. That's yeah, what I want you to do. Fuck out I don't need you gawking at me while I'm fucking eating my cheeseburger, I'll asshole. Just go out on the pa- I'll go out on the patio. You and go, go and, and shake your ass on the porn shop across the street. That's what I was just going to say. I yell at all those guys. Perfect! <laughs> Perfect! <laughs> What'd you get? <laughs> What'd you get, weirdo? <laughs> that would be nothing better. Oh my gosh. Just go. Go hang out with uh Tom down the street. You know? Hey! Oh fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? No, send the guard, baby! Uh, uh hey, yes. we never talk NBA. Yeah. Ever. But tonight Are you okay? Are you excited? That's a good old-fashioned NBA trade. That's big names. Do you like what your team got back? Yes. I like what my team got back. So, uh, the Lakers tonight, David, number one addition by subtraction. 100%. By getting rid of Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Crowd boos him every time he gets the ball. Goes to Utah. Man, he's going to have fun in Salt Lake oh, City. Oh, boy, is he. And then, your Lakers yeah. get D'Angelo Russell Coming out of home. Minnesota. Coming back. Wasn't going to re-sign. Nope. And the thing that I didn't realize about the NBA yeah. is if your team is over the salary cap, you don't, the Wolves wouldn't have gained that $33 million that yeah. D'Angelo made. They would have only got the mid-level exception. So they had to find a deal to unload him. Yeah. D'Angelo could score, but he never found a chemistry with Rudy Gobert yeah. with Carl uh, Anthony Towns being out. Yeah, nobody so, finds a chemistry through to go bear. No. Well, hang on. So you get D'Angelo, which is a huge upgrade. Yeah, we got a shooter finally. We need a shooter. Yeah, but I I like Malik Beasley, He's too. He's playing well, too. 
And uh, we got Jared Vanderbilt too. Not going to score a lot, but he'll rebound for you. Yeah, we, we and you guys, guys desperately needed bench pieces, right? We needed shooters. We need guys that could score. Well, Malik can score. Yeah, and Russell can yeah. score. No, this is this is not a bad deal for the Lakers. My deal is they won't win the championship off this trade. No, but the, and why I liked it for the Wolves, yeah, is because actually Mike Conley did work really well with Rudy Gobert. Mike Conley's like the nicest guy in the NBA. Too. Is that right? Yeah. And so you get Mike Conley in there, and then the Wolves get a couple of picks. Yeah. Because they just gave a bunch up to get Rudy Gobert. I know most of them are second round picks. But I, I like good old-fashioned trades, whether it's in baseball or hockey. You don't really see them in football. Yeah. But tonight in the NBA, when Westbrook goes, I mean, we saw Kyrie go the other day. When Conley's a name, D'Angelo's a name, like, man, that's a that's an old-school, big-time trade. I give anybody credit that's not moving forward, and that's what, you know, they did. And, and in any sport, you do it. You're watching hockey. I don't understand. Yep. With hockey trades, i got to call you and go, is this a good deal? I don't follow close enough. But in the NBA, I'm like, hey, you aren't doing it. Like, even the Kyrie Irving trade's not going to win them a championship. Right. You know, you have two guys now that basically don't play well without the ball in the same backcourt. It's really a ridiculous trade. But from a chemistry that, standpoint, how much better did the Lakers get tonight? Fuck anything getting rid of Russell Westbrook. But that's yeah. LeBron's fault. You know, yeah. fuck you, LeBron. This yeah. is another one where they do what the stars tell them to do, and they don't know shit. Just like Jordan can't evaluate players as a GM, LeBron doesn't know shit. And so you got Russell Westbrook who just bought the house directly across the street from LeBron. Oh. Yeah. And now you have Westbrook who's making $47 million a year. That's $3 million more than LeBron. Yeah. How ridiculous is that? But that fucking idiot's there. And then finally the Lakers got rid of him. The, the LA fans hated him. And he went to UCLA. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine the San Diego if they had a team and there's a San Diego State guy getting booed? You wouldn't expect it. Yeah. I mean, D'Angelo will be better than Westbrook. Yeah. And but he's he, not magic. Like, oh, don't don't nah. think he's magic. No, nah, well, he was a Laker the first time around. He was so young then, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, he was a kid. He's <laughs> yeah, gotten a lot yeah. better since then. Yeah, he has. Yeah, I mean, he was an all-star at one point, I think, when he was with the Nets. Am I right? He was an all-star on one of those teams. And he didn't yeah. play bad for the Warriors when they shipped him out. I think yeah. you guys got rid of Andrew Wiggins for him, right? Uh-huh. But it, my favorite thing with D'Angelo Russell, when he came out of Ohio State, yeah, he wore number zero because he said, nobody can guard me. That's for how many people in the world oh, can God. guard me. Oh boy! Then with the Lakers, he wore number one. Well, like, well, who can guard you, fucker? Yeah, like, was the dumbest thing. <laughs> Who'd you determine? Yeah, what, you, what, what happened? And now he's wearing yeah, because zero wasn't available. Yeah, no yeah. shit. Now he's wearing fucking ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> damn it, it's not a good sign. But I, I like it. Yeah, and I, I do too. I, for my team, I like it too. I'm I mean, fine with I it. don't know if anybody follows the Jazz, but you look at. You realize they go, we have Lori Markinen. We have 15, yeah. 15 first round picks between now and 2029. And there's 60, what, 63 million yeah. under the cap. They're doing like what the Thunder did. Remember the Thunder yeah. with all the picks? Yeah, four young guys. But I don't know. I mean, first round picks are really hit and miss in the NBA. You know, this is what you kind of have to do if you know you are in a city that can sign free agents, right? Mm-hmm. You can't, if you're Oklahoma City, if you're Utah, you, you said it. How, you know, yeah. how excited are you to go to Salt Lake City? Right. I mean, come on. Terrible. And, and, and yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest. Ugh. You know, it's, it's not a really good fit if you're an NBA player in Salt Lake City. So when you, you sit there and you look at that situation, you have to do it through the picks, like you just said. You, yeah. Oklahoma City has to do it. L.A., Miami, those places can bring people in. New York, they can bring people in. You have no fucking chance. Are you funny? Uh, 
Do you think it was funny that Ainge, of all people, Danny Ainge, would trade for Westbrook? Yeah, this is the story you're hearing, is that Westbrook's plane's going to land. They're going to keep the plane running and then (laughs) ship him right back and say, we're we're buying you out. And Westbrook is the rumors he's signing with the Clippers. How about that? And just just saying, look, we just made the trade. We're just clearing things out. You know, Westbrook's not a guy you want around young players either. No, get another first-round pick. You know, well... just to get it, just to clear the book, his expiring contract, you know, yeah. and you go, all right, we, we don't want him around the young guys of what we're trying to do. It's going to mess up chemistry. We, we want him out. Wow. And so, yeah, so Westbrook could end up still playing right there in downtown LA. Kind of uh, crazy. With a team who's the four seat. Yeah. Playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, playing back with the Paul George. Yeah. Gets promoted. Yeah. yeah kind of does. Wow. So imagine, I, I like John Wall, Russell Westbrook, Paul George. You have uh, Kawhi. All the fucking head cases. Yeah, the Clippers are a mess. They're yeah. the juvie team, basically. But they're, they're, but they're winning, dude. You can't depend on those guys. Those guys are goofballs. There's something you would hate that team. I think if you like that, if that was well, a team you followed. To. Yeah, you did. Yeah, not but anymore. Right now, you sit and you watch them, and you go, "And these guys are a bunch of punks." You know, Kawhi is the problem with that damn team. Yeah. Fucking don't never know he's gonna set out or which Kawhi you're gonna get. So disappointing. Yeah, crazy. So, but anyways, uh, NBA trade deadline tomorrow. Uh, okay, well, one p.m. in the afternoon. Here's here's something to watch out for. A couple things. Okay, you saw the Anthony Davis thing last night. Did you catch it? I no, I was. Okay. <laughs> dude, I'm out with our buddy Scott Morris. Oh yeah, how come you didn't take any pictures? Oh, we're just hanging out. Okay, you took a picture of the guy in the hotel. I'm like, well, well I'm curious to know how everything's going. Oh, he's great. We're at the Bahia. Yeah, I know. I saw the picture. The yeah. The B100 Christmas party that he loved. So Scott Morrissey was a guy that, that came up with me and Dave. We were on the air, but we were laughing because he did. Who were the guys in this group, Dave? It was you, Ernie, Morrissey. There were all the stringers. Yeah. The guys that would go down, all guys in our age group. And you would shag sound yeah, and the, then send yeah. it down the phone line. You get 25, 30 bucks per organization. Yeah. Yeah. And if you got three or four, you know, you'd make a hundred bucks out there, yeah. which could add up pretty quick for a you know, seven, eight game home series. And he goes, Hey man, how's Pele? I go, he's doing great. Who, who was that guy that said to him? He goes, dude, I was standing right there. Who is that guy who told him? I thought I told you get the fuck out of here. That's <laughs> Glenn Allen Hill. Oh, is that who it yeah. was? Yeah, Glenn. Well, hold on. What was it? Glenn or was Allen? it Tony Fernandez? Tony Fernandez did it too. Tony Fernandez did that one, the one you love. But Glenn Allen Hill. Oh, I think it's the. I yeah. think it's Glenn yeah. Allen Hill okay. that he was talking about. Yeah, Glenn Allen Hill was, if you remember, was a tough guy. Do you remember? Yeah. Like Glenn yeah. Allen Hill was like known as one of the strongest guys in baseball. Yeah. And Bob Chandler tells me in my ear, "Go get Glenn Allen Hill," and I'm like, "Fuck, okay." And I don't know if what do you call him, Glenn Allen Hill? What would you call him, Glenn Allen? Yeah, I don't know. Do I call him Glenn Allen? Do I call yeah. him Glenn? No, Glenn Allen. <laughs> I, was, I was confused where the where the cutoff was. Yeah, and so uh, you're probably right because the, the last name on the jersey just said Hill. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, hey Glenn Allen, can you come on the Padre post game show? No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I go to Bob. But this happened all the time. I mean, this yeah. wasn't even uncommon. Yeah. I go to Bob. <laughs> Bob, I'm in the <laughs> the microphone. I'm in the locker room. You know, get or. The visitors as in the dugout, I think. Right. Yeah. And I'm going, tell Bob, he's not going to fucking come on. He said, no. He's told, actually literally tell told him to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Shh. He's not going to do it, Bob. And then Bob was like, 
Try again. Oh, no. So, man, that fucking guy takes a shower. I go back into the locker room. I go, he's yeah. getting dressed. Hey, Glenn Allen, we're still on there. Do you have time to come on the post game show? Bob Chandler really would like to have you on. What are you doing here? I thought I told you to go fuck yourself. And I was like, shit. Yeah. And then that fucker broke his wrist like two days later. And uh, I think that was the end of his career. But yeah, he uh, that's the one he's talking about. I guarantee it was that uh, one. Glenn Allen and fucking. So and, great. But most guys, I mean, you've been in there. You're like, most guys are just yeah. guys. Now, now guys yeah. are built a little bit different. But a lot of guys you look at, and you're like, dude, I could fucking take it. Right? Yeah. You used to go on, it's different. It's not in the NFL. Yeah. And you're going, I fucking take it. Shut the fuck up. Was <laughs> like, he with the Cardinals? Yeah, he was with the Cardinals. Yeah, that's what he, he said. He was with the Blue Jays. He was with the Giants. Yeah. I think that night I thought he was with the Giants. But anyway, he fucking, uh, he cussed me out. And I'm like, he could kill me. Like, yeah. I'm like, Bob, I don't want to ask him again. Yeah. Bob? Yeah. Like, literally, this guy is known as the strongest guy in fucking baseball. I don't want to ask him again. Bob had no room to talk. Yeah. What part of fuck off, Bob? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you dismiss? Damn it, Bob. God dang it, man. So. <laughs> that's what, that's so, what he's talking about. We're just we're just sitting down there telling stringer stories yeah. about just being there when guys lost their shit. Because yeah. now he probably saw me get cussed at a lot. Yeah, but we'd see other guys get yeah. yelled at. We'd they see would. Tony yell at guys. That was always funny. Ernie had an uncomfortable one with with it was the San Francisco media, I think. And you can ask Ernie when you see him tomorrow. And they all go around the locker. Let's say it's Barry Bonds, okay? Yeah. And you have like 20 people, newspaper writers, radio people, TV people, and Barry Bonds is the star, so his locker's packed. No podium days like they have now. Right. And uh, fucking everyone gathers around, and one of the beat reporters on the Giants looks at Ernie, and he basically told everyone shut the fuck up, like put his hand up, like nobody say a word. Yeah. Looks at Ernie and goes, you ask the question. Yeah. Like, we don't steal our sound. Yeah. And Ernie wasn't a stealing sound guy. Like, no. Ernie had no problem talking to people, but that guy was like, you fucking do your job. Let's yeah, do your were, job. They're a bunch of dickheads. They were all there. cocksuckers. Yeah. Living in fucking one-room apartments and shit. I remember, uh, I think I know who it was, but I don't want to say his name in case I'm wrong. The guy from Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, longtime guy. And I was like, I'm about fucking ruin this guy. <laughs> in no time. And then you're like, oh, why would I do that? I'm going to get fired. Right? I'm going to be gone. Because you're a hothead, dude. Yeah. But Ernie told me a great one the other day. He said he was shagging sound for Seattle. Yeah. For the Mariners. The same thing. Dave Niehaus and Rick Riz. Yeah. Yeah, like 40 bucks. And they send him down to get sound from Pinella. And, yeah. you know, pods come back and beat the Mariners. And the guy told Ernie, look, you have 20 minutes. We need you to go down and get Pinella. Who knows? Booney. Yeah. Mike Cameron. They give him like nine guys yeah. you got to get sound from. You got 20 minutes to get back up here. So uh, pods come back and win the game. And Ernie goes, they're like, get Pinella. So he gets in there. Fuck. Pinella's not saying anything. Lou, Ernie, you know, Ernie, uh, Ernie Brinkley journalist hey lou what about tonight the fuck fuck you think so now he's like ah shit you should okay. tell Brooklyn this story you lost so, his ass off. so now ernie goes <laughs> back up and uh the guy's waiting for him yeah from seattle hey where you been and Ernie's like i got like four minutes to go give me that tape and Ernie's like wait 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 and the guy just closes oh, okay. the door right in his face yeah 
So Ernie's like, now I'm out pounding on the door, yeah, trying to get their attention, and they won't answer the door. Good. So I'm trying to tell them, there's hey, a, here it is. There's a fuck coming up. <laughs> <laughs> and they play the clip. But my favorite one, <clears throat> we were doing. Lou was one of the bad ones. <clears throat> Always. Like, like there's some guy. And Lou's a big fucking guy. Oh, yeah. Lou's like <clears throat> Bruce Bochy's size. Like big dude. But ready to go. Yeah. Ready Boach to was never that guy. I've never seen no. Boach snap ever. No, like occasionally on the field, yeah. yelling at umps, but yeah, never but not at not at a media oh, guy. No, never. But uh, we were doing we were doing Sunday post game show. Yeah, and the pods were in Philadelphia, and it must have been the same thing where Jerry went down to record with Boach and didn't tell Marcus. Yeah, so I'm. Um, you and I have to do the post game show, so I'm listening, and uh, Bob goes, "Hey, let's go down to Jerry, who's with Bruce Bochy." Well, Bob, it's a beautiful Saturday night in Philadelphia. Fuck, we gotta do that shit again. <laughs> Three, two, one, and, uh, yeah. and I'm sure Dave just queued it up yeah. to the first, you know, three, two, one mark. I remember this. Dave thought he was getting fired. Yeah, and I'm in La Costa. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh no! The colonel just said "fuck" on KFMB. Yeah, it was so. Oh, uh, were we in delay? No, never. Fuck, would we be de- in delay for? <laughs> but it was is, so great. Yeah, I don't think Jerry, Jerry ever found out about that one because I think Jerry, because Jerry, I mean, had an image. Obviously, he didn't want that. It's a Sunday. Who's listening yeah. to the guy? Nobody was because nobody called to complain. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no I one mean, the matter. guys who heard it probably laughed their ass off like I did. <laughs> Except for Dave. Dave but, was freaking, started sweating. But I stopped. don't think, but yeah, I don't think Jerry told him. But yeah, it was so good. And you just hear Boach in the background. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. On TV now, you notice it, people do drop F-bombs all the time now. Like it's really, I always said this to you. I said at one point, people are going to be able to swear on the radio and laugh about, can you remember when you couldn't say shit? Like, yeah. you know. It's just one of those things. People talk that way. That's the way yeah. people talk. And then LeBron last night said, fuck, right on national TV, yeah. right at midcourt. Yeah. And it was like, so what? You know? And then they showed yeah. the clip afterwards, and he's talking to all his family and friends. Yeah. And he does the, all right, where are my gifts? No, no it was, where, where are my gifts? Uh, um, you know, fuck y'all. <laughs> he dropped He dropped everybody, but he was oh. joking around, you know? Yeah. Was, but that's just the way he talks. Tom Brady drops a million F-bombs all of a sudden. Kind of cracks me up a little bit. It's the way people talk. If you want the real person, I want to be as close as you can to the circle. That's what they're really like. That's what it is. I'm uh, I'm thrilled for somebody that means a lot to us. Miserable Padre <laughs> fan. Got a chance to get up there. Figured it out on the calendar. How about that, Dave? Figured 82 it, games and he figured it out. <clears throat> yeah. And said, you know what? This is the game I'm going to go to. And uh, he said he reached out to you, but... But schedule didn't allow you to go. That was a bummer. But I think it was really cool that he had the chance to be there last night. He'll he'll remember that for the rest of his life. Oh, my God, dude. Let me me tell tell you something. It's going to be one of my biggest life regrets. Yeah. A couple of reasons why. One is, you know, Jeff's tongue-in-cheek in in it right now. But I said on this show, I picked the day. Yeah. And I picked a different day than everyone else was saying. Everyone was saying initially the fourth. 
I go, dude, it's the seventh. It's going to be the seventh. I love my son had the theory that it would be tomorrow night. Everyone thought the Bucks. it was tomorrow because they jacked tickets up to the roof and they had yeah. the wrong announcing crew on yesterday. They didn't oh. have, they had Stan Van Gundy on. Oh boy. They had Shaq with like Candace Parker in the, in, they didn't even have the good guys. And then yeah. Barkley and Kenny Smith, any of those guys. No. It was a shitty broadcast. And they said the Lakers knew yesterday when he walked in with the, the different suit. And then all of a sudden there's LeBron's mom. There's LeBron's yeah. wife. There's LeBron's kids. And everyone he played high school basketball with. Oh, shit. And everyone's like, holy fuck, he's doing it tonight. And it was a rush, they said, to yeah. make sure everything they planned for Thursday would be ready to go on Tuesday. But the Lakers were expecting Thursday. So where the TV networks. Tickets went through the roof. What happens if yeah. you paid 15 grand for a ticket for the Bucks game tomorrow? Uh, fuck him. But a buddy of mine. <laughs> fuck a, him. A like buddy of mine. Places. Has, <clears throat> your brother. Fuck him. A buddy of mine has tickets for tomorrow night. Yeah. And I saw a tweet that said, I wonder if LeBron even plays tomorrow. He'll play tomorrow. He didn't shoot for shit after he broke the record. Like, they had a chance to win that game, and he's like, fuck it, I'm just going to pass. here's how stupid I am. Yeah. Because I wanted to see it. You I really wanted it. to you see it. You didn't tape it? No. It doesn't matter. You saw the highlights, I'm sure. So, uh, our buddy Morrissey's in town. I oh, go to, that's right. You're a, and I go to the oh. Bahia. So, I go in, and the guys working the front desk, I go, hey, I'm meeting a buddy of mine. We're grabbing a beer, grabbing a bite to eat. Are you going to have the Laker game on in the bar? He said, no, we don't have a TV in the bar. Because I tell you what, if you want to grab your beers and come out here, I'll put it on this big screen for you. I said, oh, man, that'd be great. Okay, let me figure it out. Well, then I'm listening, and uh, I think it was Jason Smith. It was pretty funny. Yeah. And gave why he thought it was going to happen tomorrow night. And all of it made sense. It did make sense. All of it made sense. Bigger TV audience, Giannis. Yeah. Kareem played for the Bucks. Right. All that Start shit. Start of the game. And and so we go in and uh, having a beer and just bullshitting the whole thing. And I leave and I walk out of the Bahia and I look and the guys working the counter are watching the big screen as the celebration's going on. And I'm walking by. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> And they look at me, David, gave me the thumbs up. Really? I was so happy for them. I mean, it was funny as shit. It's not yeah. like I'm a diehard Laker fan. Yeah, but, but it's NBA history. Yeah, I would have liked to see it. And John Ireland had a great call. I, yeah, I, I listened. I taped both TV calls, the Laker local broadcast. And, they'll uh, run it and tomorrow, the right? They'll uh, probably replay the game tomorrow sure during the day. They, I'm sure it's running all the time or right tonight. now. Or tonight. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're going to see the, it. But I did hear game. John Ireland's call. I was curious about John's. Yeah, he did good. He did good. They yeah. all did good. Yeah, and so... I mean, why, it was cool, man. Why is it clear? And someone's going to go, hey, idiot, this is why, if you can't answer this question. Why is it always clear on my TV on the national games than when, let's say, it's on, you know, I don't even know what the fuck it's Spectrum? called. Spectrum. Really? Always, yeah. It's always clearer on TNT or ESPN or ABC than it is locally. Guy working the, absolutely, the guy working the board. Yeah, finding the mix level. Okay. Yeah. Not the sound. I'm talking the picture. Oh, the picture's always Oh, much, they've got better cameras. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. It, there is a difference. Yeah. Yeah, they're using, like, yeah, I mean, it's natural. Like, what we're going to see Sunday for the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Like, all the 4K cameras and everything like that. Oh, yeah. And was it TNT? TNT. They're unbelievable, man. Yeah. Like, in a lot of ways, Dave, I think they've eclipsed. ESPN. Yeah. I agree. And whether it's NHL my son and I watch AEW on there, which is great. They do an amazing job with that. But the NBA, 
their total package for I mean the NHL pregame isn't very good. Yeah. But um but their game broadcast is really 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 good and NBA is off the charts. That's the best, right? Yeah, I agree. And I think everyone else says the same thing. Yeah. It's worth watching Shaq and Barkley and all those guys. Right. And then you great job. Kevin Harlan, yep. usually, and Reggie Miller or whoever else yep. doing play-by-play. So good. I don't know what it is about uh, NBA commentators now. Like, you yeah. know, we had Mud in here two weeks ago. Yeah. And we talked about what it is to do his job. But NBA guys on TV never break anything down. They just talk, like, random shit. Yeah. Jeff Van Gundy never says a damn thing that's sustainable. That's like nothing funny. matters. Mark Jackson. Just tell stories. Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. Just shooting the shit. Yeah. There's Patello no used to be good. Hubie Brown used to be great. Oh, at it. Remember? And so Dr. Dr. Jack. Yes. They would always teach you something. I yeah. don't know. I like it that way. I like when you learn a little bit, but I'm like, Jeff Van Gunny is just a waste of space. Yeah. They love him. They do. Absolutely love him. He'll tell a funny story here and there, but I don't. Yeah. I, fuck. That's not your job. Tell what me why he things do happen. tomorrow night. Like, what do they do? You think they do anything pregame tomorrow night? No, they, they basically stopped the whole game. I was kind of curious to know how they're going to do it. I mean, there's only, there's less than, I think, 20 seconds left in the third quarter. They didn't even play out the third quarter. They're saying, fuck it. Everything started. The whole ceremony, everything. The second that happened. I mean, everybody knew. Yeah. Adam Silver was there. Kareem was there. Yeah. That was pretty you know? cool. It was funny. When Kareem set the record, it was in Las Vegas. They were playing the Jazz. And the Jazz played a few games oh, right. a year in, in Utah. And in, excuse me, Las Vegas, not Utah. And it was, you know, it was obvious. It was like middle of the night. No TV contract. No. You were watching that shit. But last night was a big deal. It was funny. Last night, somebody tweeted out when Wilt uh, acknowledged Kareem. Yeah. And those guys didn't like each other. LeBron and Kareem have had problems. Yeah. Too. Yeah. But it's Chick Hearn running uh, master of ceremonies for that. You'll never see two better centers on this floor at the same time. 10,000 years. Chick was so good, man. But yeah, that was cool. Good for LeBron. Yeah, he's the guy, right? He's he's the he's the guy. You know, people always do the. I hate the goat talk. I'll be honest; I'm not a goat fan. You know, I got it. People, but I mean, when you look at top ten in assists, right? Number one scoring. You could, to me, you can make the argument. I said to to Pete and Coronado tonight. You can make the argument. He's a combination of Jordan and Magic. Yeah, crazy. I mean, it's amazing how many assists he has. Yeah, and then the all time leading scorer and and what he does. I don't think he has, just my opinion, I don't think he's the killer Jordan or Kobe War. Like, you know, those right. guys were just straight killers. Right. LeBron doesn't seem like that guy to me. I don't know. I, but I, I'm, I don't know. I, when you look at what he's accomplished on the floor. Pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm not going to hold his personality against him. I mean, I, he just, he's the guy. You know, okay, so here's the deal. I have a buddy of mine from Boston, and he uh, always rips LeBron, hates LeBron. Okay. And other people rip LeBron, hate LeBron, fuck LeBron. And I'm like, he is literally exactly what you want in a right. pro athlete. Right. He's never been arrested. Married his Correct. high school girlfriend, was raised by his mom who was a teenager. You know, he lived in a car. Yeah. Any kid that graduates public school in Akron, Ohio, he pays for their college. I'm well aware of it. Yeah. yeah we, well, we, some people I don't think yeah. are, are, are understand no, how but good I'm of saying, a guy he is. Yeah, he was been with Upper Deck forever yeah. and... Like knowing what the academy does, yeah, what the prom, he does the for promise kids, school he has to, unbelievable. Where he buys man. groceries for people in yes. the community, all, all off all, the charts, man, off the chart. And he's part owner of the Fenway Group. He's part owner of the Red Sox. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Part. Uh, anyway, my point is, even as good friends, Chris Paul's been in trouble. Uh, Carmelo Anthony's been in trouble. Kobe yeah. was in trouble. Shaq's been in trouble. Everybody's gotten in trouble somewhere. Right. He's clean as can be. Plays every night. 
Yeah, and he is doesn't it, have to give a dime back. So any of you fuckers go, he's a billionaire. And I'm like, dude, they doesn't have to. You pointed this out to me a long time ago when you and I first started. So I remember it was like two YMCA vans got vandalized. Remember that? Yeah, John Morse. No, no, it was Spanos. It was Dean. Oh, was it Dean? It was yeah. Dean that went and bought the new vans and didn't want us to kind of talk about it. Used to say yeah. all the time, bring this shit up. I'd, I'd fight with those guys because they were in the community yeah. every Tuesday yeah. bringing bikes, uh, just doing things in the community and they never wanted to promote it. They never did. And, and so I said, I said to him, ironically, uh, whether it was Billy Johnston or whoever, you're going to need a vote in this town sometime. Yeah, you did. You're going to need I a remember. vote in this town. You should let people know what you guys are doing. And their attitude was, it's not about that. Yeah. We're just trying to do good in the community. That's no joke. Jeff would say that all the time to him and, and they wouldn't promote themselves. So someone got word, I remember, yeah. on the vans and going, ah, well, for him, he can afford it. And you, you said straight up, he doesn't have to do shit. Right. And he did it. Yeah. He doesn't have to do shit. Right. And then someone wrote to me the other day, ah, it's a fucking tax write-off. Dude, he could give it to St. Jude's. He doesn't have to give it to, to right. local high schools like yeah, he does every so week. stupid, man. And what I'm not we... saying, I'm not sitting there going, oh, you're just a Spanos fan. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is anyone who has a lot of money doesn't have to give any of it away. Well, it so can when be someone anybody. does give it away, you know what? Hey, applaud them because they don't have to do shit. We've said it here over and over again with Jake's projects. We run a 5013C. The one thing that people are always questioning is, hey, I'd love to help, but I might only have $5. Send it. They do. We will be and thrilled. I, and I run the th same thank you notice right. when they, they send hundreds of dollars or thousands. Right. Yep. It is so nice of you to do that and for anybody to do that. Whatever the money is, if you make a donation to a cause to help others, to me, you're a winner. I'm with you. And and I don't care what it is. If it's, yeah, I mean, if you're worth $8 billion and you donate five, okay. All right. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> but but if you're. Whatever helps you sleep. Yeah. That was fun. Uh. But if you're not, I mean, I have a friend of ours, Dave, yeah. that you know really well, that in a lot of ways lives paycheck to paycheck. And a couple of months back said, I donated 50 bucks to Jake's project. Yeah. Man, 50 bucks isn't easy to come by. Yeah. That covers the gas bill, sure covers does. groceries, Gasoline, right? When you're on a budget. Everything. Yeah. And they donated it to help others. Yeah. So, yeah, when Dean did it, Oh, you know. shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> basically Just there. I shut loved it. the fuck up. Nobody it. cares what you think. Oh, I take a lot. No, nobody does. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's so fun. But uh, yeah. And, and listen, man, like I said, just kind of seeing it and... Because a lot of the things that he signed, we authenticated. Yeah. It went through us. We were a part of it. It's incredible, man. And and going up with my boys last year and getting to see him play, loved it. I mean, I was lucky enough. You've been lucky enough. You go, I never, I'm 99% sure I never saw Larry Bird play. Okay. But I, I saw Jordan. Larry. Yeah. Saw Magic. Yeah. Saw Gretzky. Saw LeBron. Saw Kobe. Yep. Saw Shaq, right? And you just go, man, that's yeah. really exciting. I was thinking about it. I think I've only spoken to LeBron one time. That was when he was a rookie. It was the 2004 NBA All-Star game, and he was in the rookie game. He didn't make the 
he didn't make the original All Star game. Oh wow! And uh, and it was him, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, those guys. But that was the only time I think I've ever spoken to him. I, the That's other cool. guys I have spoken to before numerous times, but LeBron, I think only one time, and he was still a kid, he just right out of high school. In, in my opinion, Dave, the the challenge for LeBron was he couldn't win in the sense that people wanted him to speak out on social matters. And if he elected to stay quiet on certain things, Hey, LeBron, are we ever going to hear from you? You're going to talk about China. Are you? Yeah. And then he would speak and say, so, Hey, LeBron, I don't remember asking. (laughs) Dude, set up and dribble. That's what he got back. Unbelievable. He got the shoe with the first set up and dribble. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's just one of those guys. Funny, I, I need to ask, you know, I need to ask Jack and Kate about this. But we saw yeah. him last year. We went and he was playing Sunday night. You know, games at seven thirty. Yeah. We got to get home. And a lot of times with those two jackasses, they're just squirrely as shit during a game, right? Grab ass fucking around, <laughs> and. uh and I think that was the one game we were up. You know, we we're in yeah. three hundred level, but probably row four, five. Not yeah. not crazy high. Cool seats, and it's one of those games that I just feel like the three of us um, just sat and watched him. Yeah, and it was great. It was great, man. Now I I yeah I, I just consider myself really fortunate that we live in a time frame that we're able to see. Kareem, I mean, I saw Kareem, yeah. you know, all those different guys. And Kareem was known as a cocksucker. He's known as a big jerk. You know, he wasn't known yeah. as a nice guy in the media. They hated him. Yeah, I mean, I never had to deal with him like that. Yeah, I never dealt with, I started covering the Lakers after Kareem was gone. Just, yeah. They would tell me stories. So, uh, well, I mean, he went through a lot too. He did, he did, he did. He did. My favorite, hold on, Kareem's last day with the Lakers. Yeah. He's walking out, all the media's there in LA, Jim Hill, all those guys who want to Jim talk Hill. to him, yeah. you know? And he's ignoring everybody. And he's walking out basically with a box, a guy that gets fired from work, you know, and he's walking yeah, out. You know that feeling. And he drops <laughs> he drops his wallet, okay? And they're going, Kareem. Oh, right. Kareem. And he won't turn around. And one of the reporters picks up that wallet, and they go, and they throw it as hard as it can, hit him right in the back. <laughs> you dropped your wallet, asshole. That's the last thing they said to Kareem. Wow. And he just picked it up, put it in his pocket, and kept walking. Didn't wow. come back, not a thanks, nothing. But wow. the fact that he walked out of the forum for the last time yeah. as you dropped your wallet, asshole, was like, wow. Um, who was I listening to today? Oh, I had uh, NBA Radio on, okay. trying to hear about the trade. They had uh, Paul, who, there's Paul Westfall and Paul Westhead. Who coached the Lakers? Paul Westhead. Paul Westfall's dead, I think. Yeah. Yeah. USC so he guy. wasn't on. No, you sure? Paul Westhead. <laughs> told a great story that when he took over his coach, he said, we're going to run lines. We're going to run lines, you know, 30 yards back, forth. We're going to yeah. do it. And he said, uh, Kareem did it. And then afterwards, we're walking off the court, and he came over because Kareem was bigger than me, put his hand on my shoulder and said, Paul, I don't run lines. Yeah. And Paul West had said, that's the last time we ever ran that stupid drill. He <laughs> <laughs> was, was great. But he said from a coach's standpoint, he said Kareem yeah. was great. Yeah. Kareem to me is the, the Hank Aaron of basketball. 
Yeah. Like, like Hank Aaron never got the publicity he deserved. And yeah. Kareem, you can make the same argument back. I mean, what, what, three state championships or four state championships in high school, three national championships yeah. at UCLA, six MVPs in the NBA, six NBA titles. He was an amazing player, all-time scoring leader till last night. Yeah. And yet people never mention Kareem as being the greatest player of all time. Yeah. You know? Incredible. Three guys, by the way, since we're talking NBA, three guys that stand out to me where you go, fuck, man, I didn't realize that until you see him in person. You talk about seeing LeBron. When you uh -huh. saw LeBron, when I see, I saw LeBron last year sitting 15th row behind the basket against the Celtics, and I'm like, he's the fastest guy on the court. Dude, unbelievable. Unbelievable. 37 last yeah. year, I'm going, he's the fastest guy on the court. And then Jordan was the fastest guy on the court too, but no one ever talks about Jordan's speed. Right. And then the other third guy was Allen Iverson. Oh, never fucking got tired. And I, never, to, to, I don't think I saw AI. When you see Allen Iverson in person, you're like, this yeah. guy fucking is sprinting every second of the game, and he never seems to get tired. Yeah, it just blew me away. Blew me away. Those three things just I didn't amazing. I didn't see AI, but something similar is I saw Master P play for the Wild Cards, <laughs> <laughs> and that was fun. How ridiculous is that? Right? So dumb, but it was great. Yeah. He was like, cool. I don't even know who Master P was until he owned the wild cards. I know. We had him on. He was a billionaire. Like, we're like, what the fuck? Who's this guy? He was cool as fuck. Yeah. From New Orleans. Like, we're yeah, $2 billion. We didn't know anything about that guy. We yeah. just put him on. He was nice he was as cool. could be. Bought shoes for like everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy as hell. And then we hosted halftime <laughs> down there on Academy Award night. Yeah, there were about 11 right. people in the arena. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Academy Award night. We went down there. That's Who true. signed that up? Fucking hey, man. That's right. John, uh, what is that guy's name? The sales guy that hated us. Yeah, the redhead kid? Yeah, he didn't hate us. No, he got us a deal in Vegas. Almost got us killed. Yeah. John. Uh, I can't remember. Not John Evans. No. I can't remember. You know, the guy went to work for uh, Lucia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I saw his face, I'd have it right away. Ah, I can't remember. Shit. Yeah. But yeah, I think he got that. Who Pete Hallis say? He gets that too. <laughs> I loved all those guys. Ah, uh, shit. So Verismo's laughing right now. Who Verismo's laughing? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. I just don't know if there's old school. Nobody, nobody understands. But when we're going in and starting, we're the youngest dudes in the building. Yes, and there were guys, these old school sales guys. Uh, Tom Sidley, Craig Blanke, yeah. Liz Peterson, uh, Gina Landau, uh, Eric Graves. Man, you got a good memory. Love him to this day. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pete. Yeah. You and said, then, yeah, you, yeah, you said Pete. And then uh, a couple other guys, too. Yeah. And we just, they were nice to us, man. And they hustled for us. They were so cool. John. It's that mind blanking on that John That was as close to... To me, WKRP. Yes. And for anyone who remembers WKRP, because God dang, man, when I think about this shit, like as you're talking and, and I'm thinking of the stuff, and I literally, I thought about this today. I go, man, you and I were kids. Dude, those you guys know? were closers, man. Yeah, they were closers. We went to, we but, went to 1090, yeah. and we heard all this shit about how they were closing at 1090. Yeah, were, come on. They, were, they weren't. And I heart, please, yeah. stop. And I tell you what was old school about it. That correct, This is back in 98. I mean, this is 90s and shit where stuff's going on. This is not a shot at any of those guys that are listening right now, but I mean, old school lunch, lunch meeting. Yeah. Come back. Everybody had alcohol on their breath. Yeah. Cocktail napkin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Deals, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I used to always think, man, these guys are drinking at lunch, but it was part of the deal. Yeah. They, just how it was done. Uh, they have these things. Here's a radio thing. Little Nobody ever tells you about. <laughs> but if you work, the two words you never want to hear are spec spot. Yeah. And that's why I loved all the guys I just talked about. Steve Verismo falls in this group too. Steve Verismo and all the guys we just talked about and Liz Peterson, who was Gina Landau, incredible. Love them. They were not going to waste your time with a spec spot. And God, that was running. Explain to the audience what a yeah. spec spot is. <clears throat> it was running rampant at 1090. So what it would be is some sales guy trying to make a deal would come to you and say, hey, we're going to do this spot. So we want you to play this up like you're actually on the air with it, right? Yeah. Hey, everybody, it's Dave and Jeff for Sid's Carpet Barn. Are you looking at redoing your living room? Well, right now at Sid's, you can get a square foot of carpet for $1.11. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Dave, what'd you get? I got carpet at Sid's. Oh, did you really? Isn't that great? <laughs> Call 1-800-SID. Dave, what's the number? Call 1-800-SID. Then they would take it and, uh, oh, that, hey, my God, you hit that right out of the park. We'll be back. Then you'd never hear no. from Sid's again. Hey, guys, <laughs> <clears throat> hey guys got me out. Uh, Super Bowl's coming up. Remember, we got to call it the big game. Yeah, you weren't allowed to call it the Super Bowl. In radio, you aren't allowed to use the word Super Bowl. Right. So let's do a spec spot for Blue Diamond Almonds. What? Yeah, it's going to be a big buy, national buy. They they want you guys, but, you know, it's down to you and Cabana Boy. So can you do a spec? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Three, two, one, Mark. Hey, everybody, it's Dave and Jeff. As you're getting ready for the big game this weekend, Dave, what are you going to have? Nuts. Love nuts. Yeah, you do. And nobody makes it better than Blue Diamond. And wrap. Guys, amazing. I'll let you know what happened. Great. Hey, how do you guys feel about selling smart cars? Go talk to Hartman. <laughs> but the guys at KFB, yeah, they just, didn't mess with any of that. No. They just came in and said, hey, we got you six fifty a month. Split it between you two idiots, and you're doing uh, blue diamond, and all the all no joke like all the nuts you can eat like just lifetime yeah. supply or or dude I think uh, I think Teddy Stevens yeah we had a crazy deal with Ford we got we got a new Ford every month every month they'd give you a new car and it yeah. was still like seven hundred a month yeah a guy yeah but you'd have to drive way out to Lemon Grove off the ninety four I go by there all the time. Is and it so you now? It's not even a Ford place. Isn't it yeah, it's Larry Miller. Yeah. Who I think is the former owner of the, the Jazz, Jazz yeah. right? So I drive from Lacoste, drive all the way down there. And the guys at Teddy Stevens College Ford were great. And uh, you come in and they'd be like, hey, man. And this car would be detailed out. Yeah. And it was always like an SUV. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, I was got the Explorer. Yeah. Yeah. And they'd be like, all right, come back. We'll see you on the first. And then you come back and your paycheck. I think I've said this. The best deal that I had, <clears throat> I don't even know if they do this anymore, but college football Saturdays yeah, you, yeah, you on Extra. Yeah, I mean, going around to local bars for that. 
I was like, three hundred. Well, I just hated that one. I hated three hundred a pop because you let them just sitting there looking around at people that have no interest in you being there. Yeah, and oh, you yeah, always say weird none. shitty stuff to give away. Yeah. Hey, who like wants? It literally felt like we we're stealing money. Who want? Oh, we were. <laughs> who wants to spin the prize wheel? What? Shut up! You want the okay. body rate CD or not? You okay. asshole. All right, I will. I did a uh, Jesus. I did one at um, it was at Del Mar, so it was thirteen sixty, and I do one at um, the driving range, and I get out there, and the booth is facing the building. It's not facing out to the street, <laughs> so there's no way that anybody would even know you're there. Yeah. And we're there for like four hours. I got to do call-ins, like, you know, on the 15s. And uh, I looked down at this table, and we're giving away Elvis Costello's autobiography. Remember, I think I called you and probably dropped about 9,000 (laughs) F-bombs. Elvis Costello's autobiography. I had like an Xbox game, a couple of gift cards to... You know, some random restaurant. And that was it. And I said to the promotions kid, I go, you know what we need to do? You make a deal with Johnny Bananas Printing. I go, our logo's great. It's the Fox logo on navy blue. And I said, you'd say to this guy, hey, how many spots is it going to take to get 250 t-shirts, right? Do... 150 uh, double X and 100 XLs. How many to get them? Well, it's going to cost you, you know, 800. Perfect. We'll trade it out. We'll give you 10 spots, 80 bucks a spot. Done. Then you come out. We're like, I'm telling this promotions kid. I go, then you come out. You bring your fucking cornhole game. And you're like, hey, man, win some cool shit. We'll win an exclusive uh, extra shirt brought to you by Johnny Bananas Printing. This kid goes, this is great. Let's do it. I go, I'm not the guy making the decision. I'm the guy sitting here trying to figure out how the fuck I'm yep. going to keep people hanging around for four hours to win Elvis Costello's autobiography. Why don't you run in and get me a fan of or I lose my shit? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, no, man. I mean, that was... Dude, oh it. my god, dude! I remember it's funny. They, when I was with uh, ESPN, when we started up here, ESPN oh, yeah. eight hundred, we had cool stuff there. We did. I was a cutting boss. That's why from the angels. <laughs> so they used to send me to these these crazy um, conventions, like it'd be in Orlando. Yeah, and it'd be Mike, yeah, it'd be Mike and Mike. It was just ESPN only. Oh, okay. So gotcha. it's like it's like Mike and Mike and all the big guys that you see on TV. Everyone's there in Orlando. You know, everybody, Chris Berman, you name it. We're all there and everyone's talking. And then we get to the radio stuff and they were talking about what works in different markets. Mm -hmm. And in Philadelphia, they had this uh, Buffalo wing eating contest. Okay. Oh, right. Right. And it filled up the entire arena, sold out where the Sixers play, Flyers play. And they're saying, dude, it's huge. It's a big deal. All all the TV cameras come down, radio station sponsors it. It's the best advertising for nothing, basically. Yeah. Guys are showing up in wrestling costumes, you know. It's, it looks like Rey Mysterio's there. And these guys, it's a big deal. So I come back here. I still say it's one of the best ideas we should have done in San Diego. Nobody would do it. And Steve Verissimo, if you're listening, damn it, you dropped the ball. 
I go, how are we not doing the same thing, but like with fish tacos? Yeah. How do we not get like Rubio's to fucking sponsor this thing and, and fill up and, and get people going? We didn't be on every TV station for nothing. Right. Nobody fucking did it. No. Nobody fucking did. Just like you said, you have an idea. It's like, it's not going to cost you jack shit. And yet it's going to yeah. be the talk across the country of how many fish tacos can you eat. Uh, the other thing, radio, that I don't know if anybody's doing it this week is Radio Row. You see how many people aren't going to the show or showing up for just one or two days? Like the national shows are showing up this last one or two days. Well, Dan's there this week, and I heard CBS Sports Radio tonight. They were down there live. It was weird. Colin Coward's not showing up till tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Man. And it's on Fox. The guy that yeah. game's on Fox. So yeah. he's at, what about uh what about uh Skip and Shannon? I don't know where Skip and Shannon are. I saw Stephen A. Smith was there this morning. Yeah, today was day one for them, yeah, right? Day one Wednesday. on a Wednesday. That's kind of nuts. Yeah. I mean, so when you would go, this was kind of the cool thing. When you would go, um, I think I've done five radio rows, maybe more, but yeah. I think five. The first one I did was Super Bowl 30 in Phoenix. Yeah. Cowboys, um, Steelers. Steelers. And you go in, you get checked in, and they give you this incredible gift bag. That's right. And I got um, like a really cool, I still have it. I don't know why it was green. Yeah. It's like Hunter Green. Yeah. Green was popular back then. Canvas computer bag. Yeah. And then it had the brown leather NFL football logo on the front with the Super Bowl. And a Super Bowl uh, 30, like embossed luggage tag and then i got the same thing a smaller one in atlanta and then in tampa kind of something similar you know those but yeah. they were smaller like a laptop type bag yeah but then when you and i went to uh with mike when we did the david tyree game yeah and then we did we did that one where uh was we Seattle were in san francisco we yeah. did that one but we also went to phoenix again for Oh, shit so that's uh, three so that's six seattle new england we did that one too yeah maybe so at least six of them but yeah. i don't remember like they didn't do anything they didn't give a shit in san francisco we didn't get anything yeah and that was super bowl 50 yeah it was nothing but that's where hey we got lee sand's phone number that's true that, that was a win <laughs> that's a win but that was the other thing that happened is when you could go and do those kind of things and then all of a sudden Remember, Dave, it was always kind of like, uh, it was like Fight Club. Because they'd sneak around Radio Row and they'd just kind of casually drop you tickets yeah. to like the Maxim party. Yeah. And then in Tampa, in Tampa, we were on. What was that party we went to with, um, oh, God dang it, what's his fucking name? The running back from uh, the Giants. Oh, yeah. Was Tiki that, Barber. Was at a mansion in Scottsdale. Yeah, Casa or Casa yeah. set that up. Yeah. Who was that? That was like like bounty paper towels or something. That was like Reebok or something. Honestly, oh, God, I been. think it was a Reebok party. Yeah, because we did. Because we got a Reebok. Yeah. Gift bag. Yeah, we did. And then, uh, but the one in Tampa, Tiki Barber. That's who it was. God damn. Yeah, that's what I just blank. said. I know. I completely wasn't thinking Tiki. I was thinking of his brother's name in my head. Well, but you're I, right. It's Tiki. Yeah. Um, but. In Tampa, I'm down there, and I don't think I was doing the show. I think I was just doing phone-ins. But one night, yeah. I did the show, 
And they came by and they were like, it's the Playboy party. It's the Playboy pirate party in Ybor City. But I had to be on. Yeah. And I was like, I can't go. I got to be on. San Diego. They was like, oh, God, what are you doing? What's the matter with you? Um, <laughs> What's the matter with you? But yeah, I mean, and I don't know, man. Uh, I'm really happy we got to do as many as we got to go to. And then we would just fly home. Yeah. Like, I didn't go. We didn't Everybody, go. Everybody, you were exhausted. You were beat to shit afterwards. Yeah, and I just wanted to come home and watch the game of Jack and Kate. So we did two Phoenix and San Francisco, right? Did we do three or four at Extra? We did uh, We did three. Yeah. Three. We, uh, the, the most embarrassing one that we did, looking back at it, I was telling Josh this yesterday. We had Jared Fogel on. Subway. Uh, that's right. Yeah. That wasn't good. Wow. The Burger King that. guy was better. We had to interview the Burger King guy. Yeah. The mask guy. With yeah. The big head. That's the other thing. You get these guys, they come by. We'll give you Joe Namath, but got to interview the Burger King guy too. You got to interview the Burger King guy and then uh, make sure to ask Joe what he's doing here on behalf of Glidden Paint. That's right. <laughs> and you got uh, four and a half minutes. Yeah, so, that's true. Joe, what are you taking away? Well, guys, it's been great. Joe, tell us about Glidden Paint. You're like, fuck. Yeah, we didn't even get the Super Bowl against the Colts. No. Fuck. Yeah, he didn't get to anything. Hey, Jerry Kramer's here. Make sure you ask him about Boston Baked Beans. All right. What? It's just like everyone got it's dumber true. It's true. than the one before. Uh, hey, you know, here's fill in yeah. Tony Dorsett. Well, outstanding. And he's here with Crayola. Huh? What? It's true. Oh, this would be great. Give me the fucking card. <laughs> How long do you have? You have 41 seconds. Great. Every guy was shorter. It was a dumber product. But you just did it like yeah. the stooge. But then the one that worked out great, I, I think I've said this. We would just hang around all day and record interviews. Yeah. And then we could play them back on Saturday because yeah. we'd have to be live Saturday morning, uh, right? Because fucking iHeart trying to justify spending $300 to send us there. And so we're sitting at this table and um, you didn't want to do it. Mike didn't want to do it, but they brought Paul Rogers. Yeah, that's right. The lead singer from Bad Company around. Yeah, you were pumped up. Dude, it was one of my favorite things. So yeah. Paul Rogers and I, and he was so nice. We probably went like 17 minutes. We played that on that Saturday. And you guys yeah. were like, ready to hug me. They're like, yeah. this is great. <laughs> but that's really fun. You Jeff Goldblum, we have, yeah, he we, came by. Yeah. You know what's funny, man, is when we had, uh, we do these fucking shows, and everyone's heard them. If you're, you're a sports radio fan, anywhere you've heard these shows. Yeah. Hartman bleeds into everyone's microphone. Oh, my God. He was so fucking loud. These yeah. rooms are the size of the San Diego Convention Center. And Hartman would bleed into everybody's mic who's that fucking loud. I literally just threw away uh, within like five months ago. God bless my son, Jack. Uh, to Campbell's Soup. Yeah, I, I have mine. The Marshall Falk? I swear to God, I think it's on top of that refrigerator right yeah. now. <laughs> I had mine in storage. It was a signed. I, I have Maurice Jones Drew on mine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had Marshall. That's funny as hell. And Jack goes, what are you doing? He goes, how old is this thing? I go, I think it's like 2007. He goes, this is your storage. Like a lot of your stuff that you've collected. What if this can just explodes and it yeah. shoots tomato soup? He goes, 
What are you gonna do with that? It's gonna be like acid. It's gonna kill yeah. you. Yeah. He goes, What are you gonna you. do with a signed can of soup from Marshall Fogg? Get this the fuck out of here. I was like, right now. Did he rifle it in the trash? Yeah, it was like the bomb squad. You didn't even try and do the clear e- out. E- <laughs> no, we just clear it out and just rolled it down the rolled it down the hall of the storage unit. Did I have a couple of Coke bottles from like I have the nineteen eighty two Coca-Cola bottle that when North Carolina beat Georgetown? Yeah. Michael Jordan's a rookie. Yeah. And it says on the back of it, Mike Jordan. Oh, but that's you, great. You know, and I'm like, is this thing going to explode? I think of that shit all the time. Yeah, it's going to. Yeah. And, it, and like, then you're done. Yeah. I think I have a 1982 St. Louis Cardinals World Series one, too. But I'm uh, like, if you drank that, I think it would fuck you up. Yeah. They don't even do. Do they still do the swap meet? I, yeah, I think they still do the swap meet. Kobe? Yeah, I think they still do. I, uh, I think uh, they do. I know Kobe's? they have one in Spring Valley. I mean, do you ever think, like, you could just take... All the a, bullshit we have. A storage tub down there. Just take one a week. And you probably clear yeah. like 500 bucks. <laughs> and, and you'd be like, hey, take the storage tub too. Get that shit out of here. And then go in and get another one, yeah. right? Yeah, we don't have a lot of junk, man. That's for sure. God Jerseys, dang, programs, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Damn it. I just saw I have a box in here somewhere. I just saw it the other day. And it has nothing. All it is is media guides from every every one of us. Only when they won the championship. Oh, that's cool. Like if you were a Houston Rockets fan in nineteen ninety five, I got your media guide. Yeah, we thought that was great. Yeah, I think about it. I held on to that. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. What are you gonna do with it? <laughs> Go back and read about Rudy Tomjanovich. Yeah. <laughs> you have fun. Sam Cassell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be great, Dave. Fuck. That's yeah, it. You're gonna enjoy that. Yeah. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing with that. Nothing. What's yeah, he got? True. Vernon Maxwell over here. You want to hear about him? Yeah. You want to read about him for your league? You got the White Sox media guide? I do. Read about 2005? Yeah. yeah. Fucking idiot. How fun. <laughs> How <laughs> yeah. fun. I'm just like giving shit like this away to people. I know. It's gifts. I should do it every goddamn Christmas where you got to bring the white elephant gift. Well, the thing that I have, I have a pretty cool newspaper collection, and I, I thinned it way down. Yeah, it's a fire hazard. No, it's in a storage <laughs> tub, but I thinned it way down. But, dude, I think I have, like, last copies of Herald Examiner. Yeah. I've got OJ. Now, who, who wants it? I don't know, but I think I... You think you could sell it? I, I thought I had the Night Stalker in there. Do you remember how crazy that was? Yes. Yeah, that, I mean, we've talked about that, yeah. but so fun. But those would be things, too. The National... Remember Frank yeah. DeFord and the National? I have three of those, three of the last, or three of the first ones. Yeah, Chicago, yeah. Uh, New York, and L.A., yeah. and then the headline and the last one was, we're out of here. Yeah. It was great. That's right. Yeah. Fuck, that's funny, man. Oh, a bunch of stupid shit. Yeah, so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Real quick, uh, MLB Network's doing this thing. They're doing the top 100, the way NFL Network does. Okay. So they did 81 through 100 today. Okay. There All are right. two Padres on there. Okay, so far, an 81 to 100. Do you okay. want to take a guess who they are? Uh, 81 to 100. I'm going to guess that you Darvish is one. He's number 95. Okay, 81 to 100. Uh, say Josh Hader. No, it's not, he's not on. He might be higher up, but he's not. It's, uh, it's Joe Musgrove. He's oh, interesting. Nine, he's 96. Okay, now Darvish was what number? 95. Hey, look they're, at those guys. They're, they're back to back. Now, here, here's number 100, Giancarlo Stanton. So, I mean, you got to think about it. It's 100. Wow. It's, it's tough. Jazz Chisholm was just put on the show. Yeah. 93. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, when you look at these lists, though, when they come out, by the way, th- shout, uh, shout out to Ty France. 
89. Hey. There you go. So when you look at these lists, though, when you go, are you happy your guys are on or do you get pissed that they aren't higher? No, I'm glad they're on it. They're, and they're going to be a lot more on. Yeah, because I mean, like have, you just you, said, if John yeah. Carlos stands at 100. Yeah, you're going to have few in the top 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is incredible. Yeah, you can right? definitely have them. So, by the way, only uh, only one Dodger so far is on it. It's Clayton Kershaw. He's number 81. Okay. But when you sit there, look through the list, I'm always curious to know what people think because everyone obviously falls in love with their hometown team. Yeah. Are there people that will be upset and go, what do you mean Darvish is, you know, in, in the high 90s or mid 90s? He's 95. Again, Musgrove's 96. Does it, does it bother you or are you just pumped up that they're in it? No, I think it's cool. Yeah. I agree. I think these lists are, and the list might not mean shit because look, last year when the NFL did it, yeah. the Chargers set the record for the most ever. Oh. They had eight. Yeah, they had. They couldn't win a fucking playoff game. Yeah, what year was that? That was like. Just last year. The Chargers yeah, but remember did. when they had like 14 guys in the Pro Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. When they had yeah, all those guys. It was, remember the year, here we go. <laughs> Josh said this to me the other day. Do you remember the year the Chargers had the number one offense and the number one yeah. defense and then like didn't even make the playoffs? Yeah. So what the fuck? How'd that go? <laughs> How did that go? Before I get to uh, the rest of the stuff in the show, Super Bowl prediction. Oh, I love it. Um, okay, what do you got? Uh, I did squares today Okay, at work. I never won the fucking squares. So we have $5 and then we had $10. What, what's the difference? No, I mean, like, they had a $5 board. Oh, two different boards. Yeah, two different okay. boards and a $10 board. And so I was pretty good in the um i think i have like one in four yeah and one in zero okay on the five dollar board and then i have like nine and three on the ten dollar board i'm like how the fuck am i gonna get nine and three let's search field goals um i'm cheering for philadelphia Me i loved too. what deadspin said which is if you're an alabama guy fuck you you can't claim jalen hurts as one of your own how can you not because he's from oklahoma he's, he's, he's not from oklahoma well that's what Deadspin said, uh, okay. and they're a reputable even Jaylen, website. Even Jalen wears Alabama gear inside the facility every day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that right? He doesn't wear Lincoln Oklahoma Riley shit. wear that? No, he doesn't. He wears USC shit. That's what Lincoln <laughs> Riley's wearing. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, uh, I I just I can't cheer for Kansas City. Right? As a Raider fan. I I'm with can't. you. Yeah, I'm sick of these stupid Andy Reid commercials. Me too. And uh yeah, I'm, uh, I'm I'm going for Philly. I am too. I am too. I'm, I'm going Philly. Not only am I rooting for them, but I think they're they're going to win. They have the the boat. They have the best overall talent. And Mahomes is the best player in the game, obviously. Yeah, but how healthy? Yeah, I think he's fine. I think he was faking the old guy. Is that right? Come on, dude. High he's ankle son. sprains. High Come ankle on. sprains. Guys are out six weeks. He only limped when he threw an incomplete pass. He's like uh, Cowboy Bob Orton that had a yeah. cast on his arm for five <laughs> right, years in the right, WWE. Right. Cowboy Bob Orton thinks Mahomes needs to toughen up. <laughs> Dude, I'm with you 100% on that. I, not only do I like the Eagles, I don't even think it's close. I think the Eagles cover that spread. Oh, that'd be what is the spread right it's now? It's like two and a half. Two and a half oh, in yeah. Philadelphia's favor. Oh, yeah. I'll take that. Okay. All right, so hey, I want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Look, it is finally warming up. We're in the 70s now this week. Yeah. This feels like San Diego nice. weather. Beautiful pictures. Did you see people posting them all over the place? Taylor May Pools, now's the time to think about that pool if you weren't before. You got to get on his calendar. I'm telling you right now, Alan Taylor's not just sitting around. He's doing things out there, and he's sitting there building pools for people that understand how important it is to have a pool in San Diego. Taylor May Pools, ask about available financing. Again, the number is 619 Six one nine four four nine four four five two. I tell you what, Dave. I like on Instagram. 
I like on Instagram, they have this thing where if you go to look for different accounts, like I saw one today, there was, um, you ever follow that guy, Tizzy? He always, he's the guy who shows, he's kind of the guy who's got his hair pulled back, mustache and beard, and he's always showing the videos of guys committing crime, and he's very popular on, like, TikTok no, and Instagram. Like, when this Marine was being a dick at the local motel down here, Tizzy put it out on his site, and uh, they found the guy, and now the Marines are, are it's great. So he had, a, he had one today where he was showing a guy being disrespectful to Native Americans in Scottsdale, and Tizzy realizes that this guy owns a store that sells Native American art. Oh. And he's out front. They're doing a, a promotional video for ESPN for the Super Bowl, and this guy's out mocking him, acting like an idiot. Yeah. And so he gives the Instagram account. So I go, oh, I'm going to go look this guy up, right? Like, see if he's saying anything or doing anything. And now, do you get this, too? I've asked you this. Like, when you go to Instagram... And you go to do a search, it's nothing but like chicks like this chick. Dude, nonstop. 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 And you yours go, are cleaner than mine. Yeah. And you go, well, who's this? Who this? Yeah. Who's this? Yeah. And it's all these. And so, uh, yeah. That's look at this. So I was just like, <laughs> oh. Look at this. Dude, so I, there's a girl on Instagram that shows up. Yeah. I don't follow her. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Book. Yeah, see? Dave, look at this. This lady is the queen of quiet. And she's a digital creator. She's got 90,000 followers. I always like it because every now and then you hit on one of these hot chicks. Yeah. Then they're followed by one of our buddies. Oh, yeah. Always. Uh, that always makes me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. See? But look at this. This queen of the queen of quiet. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, right? I'd vote for her. So tonight, the tailor-made pool of the month is the queen of quiet. <laughs> what did she say? This is what she wrote just a couple hours ago. Happy love month. Now, that, isn't that nice? And it's hashtag women crush Wednesday. Hashtag love yourself. Hashtag WCW. Oh, she's a wrestling fan. Oh, that might not be what she meant by that. <laughs> Hashtag tank top. Right. Go. I know. I got I got a ton of these. I don't know what happens on Instagram. It's embarrassing. If anyone pictures that that little um, search thing on my Is phone. Is it because we follow Lisa? I don't know. I get a lot of side boob. Yeah. And then, and then like, look at this one. This one you'll like. Aaron Rodgers in a Raider That's going to happen. Looks <laughs> but uh, the, the tailor-made pool of the month for tonight is the Queen of Quiet, who wishes you all a happy love month. I like it. My God. Dave, look at this. Look at that. Nothing wrong with her at all. Yeah, I get a lot of those in San Diego, but usually go fuck yourself, not go love yourself. <laughs> Is that the same thing? I don't know. But if this, I don't know why I cough when I'm only in here. <laughs> uh, right, Dave, one yeah. more time. Nothing yeah. wrong. No. But if I follow her, then I'm going to get a screenshot yeah. from Erica and her goofball friend. Oh, what are you doing? I can't put up with that. Uh, so, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I follow a bunch of them. Is there that right? Yeah, of course. Tailor-made pools. Uh, the queen of quiet. Yeah. That's the pool of the month. First seven cash only. Man, spring is coming. The days are getting longer. 
Temperatures warming up. Perfect time for that pool. And you know what? The only way the queen is coming by there, you better get that goddamn grotto. Don't mess around and get the swinging fryer pool. She's going to keep driving to my place. You get the grotto, and we might have to go up front and throw hands for a tailor-made pool. There you go. Want to mention Dan Williams at all as well. He will be the guy that'll help you get your finances together to get that pool right there. Dan's your guy. He'll get you out of debt. He'll help you with your money. What's going on? You're gonna sit there and run that straw back Dude, and forth. Dude, I don't know what happened. All Come of a on. sudden, my allergies kicked in You're or be, something. Be that guy with the McDonald's straw back and forth. Yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> Dan's your guy, though. Look, Dan's your guy that's going to help you out with your finances. You can afford the Laker tickets, anything you want. He'll help you get your finances in order, and that's what's really important. Call Dan at 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. I told you I drove away the other day, left my wallet on top of my car. <laughs> did Dan tell you to do that? No, no he did way. not. Told me, borrow smart, repay smart. But I had the weirdest thing happen. Yeah. Now, check this out. And the phone call today was very funny. So Capital One tells me um, we're going to expedite your credit card. Yeah. I said, well, I appreciate it. It's my mistake. So I appreciate you helping me out. So I get an email and says, here's your tracking number. Your credit card or your package is available at the local FedEx store. Okay. So Dave, you're a smart guy. You went to San Diego State, graduated in eight years. Yeah. So explain to me how this happens. Okay. So I go last night, I pick it up. Guys at FedEx couldn't have been nicer. They're checking a bunch of different things to make sure it's me, which I appreciate. I love all that. And uh, I get the envelope and I open it up and it's not my Capital One debit card. It's my Wells Fargo, or it's not my Capital One credit card. It's my Wells Fargo debit card. Okay. I go, oh, that's weird. I thought this was my Cap One card. So I go home. I'm like, well, where the hell is my Cap One card? So I check the email again. The tracking number says I just signed for it at 6.15. Oh, did you? So I call Capital One today, and I go, hey, do you guys share like a, a fulfillment center with Wells Fargo? Because I got an email from you, but the card was my debit card. I needed both, but where the fuck's my credit card? Yeah. Guy goes, no, we don't. We don't do that at You got all. ripped off again? So I go, okay. So he goes, well, hang on. Let me look into this. He goes, well, I'm just telling you from here, it says you signed for the package yesterday. I go, I'm not arguing that. Did I argue that? I said, I just told you I signed for the package. But when I opened it up, it didn't have your card. It had my Wells Fargo card. Oh, interesting. Hang on. So he goes through it again. He goes, well, that's on FedEx. I go, no, it's not. FedEx gets an envelope and brings it to me. The guy FedEx isn't loading it. And I go, are you sure you guys don't share a fulfillment center? No, everything comes from Capital One. I go, okay, well, we got a goddamn Hardy Boy mystery. Yeah. Because he told me it's A and it turns out to be B. So he goes, all right, I'll be back. So he comes back after like five minutes. We're going to cancel that card and send you another one. We're sending you another one. Really? And he goes, our preferred shipping center will be. I go, that's the deal. He goes, what? I go, the preferred shipping center. I go, is that a Capital One facility? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> I go, just send the, just send the card. Okay. Ah. Uh, 
Like that. <laughs> no. Yeah. So they said, it, but that was weird. How the hell did my uh, Wells Fargo card show up in the Capital One envelope? When they mail you credit cards, mm-hmm. everybody knows there's a credit card in there. Yeah. there's It's like the plainest envelope of all time, and it's hard as a rock. Yeah. Like, we all know there's a credit card in there. Yeah. It's well, the easiest piece of meal to steal. Well, they did it great, though. They they had it sent FedEx yeah. to the FedEx facility to pick yeah. it up. I had the same thing I told you. It happened to me the same exact time. This weekend, I had a call and say, guess what? My card's been yeah. compromised. We'll send you a new one. Yeah. Dude, we're doing the show on a Wednesday. I still don't have the fucking no, card. No, I know. Going crazy. And I'm just like, all right, you ass. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I've already had Kaiser call me. Hey, remember that medicine that yeah. you said you need to breathe? We aren't going to send it because it was hooked up to that card. I'm like, well, that's fucking great. Thanks. Ah, Jesus, man. Yeah. There goes my my Patreon subscription. (laughs) We just lost a Patreon subscriber. Thanks. I canceled that. Canceled Erica's. Oh, wait. I hadn't signed up. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, well. God dang it. Let me tell you. I do have a complaint about Erica and her god dang show. Okay. I encourage anyone to listen. You want to listen? God dang it, Erica, there are fucking steps you take in life. You build the audience, and then you fucking do the Patreon thing. Like, you'd be the worst Coke dealer of all time. You give them the first one for free, and then you fucking start charging. You don't sit there and start charging on day one? Uh, And they complain we got one subscriber? Oh, Angel? Yeah, you go, great. We have $5 to split. Yeah, (laughs) give it to Devin. He's out saving lives. You're taking selfies. Advantage D-man. Build, build your goddamn audience up for fucking a couple months. And then if you want to go that route, go that route. Jesus Christ. Uh, you know what? I got no time for her dimwit friend. So I go out last night. Our buddy Scott Morrissey. Yeah. Right? Haven't seen him. Well, I saw him uh, in Colorado right before COVID. But prior to that, he said last night, did you know last night was the first time he'd been back in San Diego in 24 years. That's amazing. So we go out. Never saw Petco Park, huh? No. Wow. So uh, owns a restaurant, Colorado Springs. So it was great. We're just talking about everything. But I posted the picture of the Bahia because we've told the B100 Christmas story a thousand times. And I look and uh, fangirl. First one to comment. TFTI. What the fuck does TFTI mean? Dude, I'm, I'm done with these acronyms. I got to tell you. Do you know what TFTI stands I have stands no idea. For? What is it? Thanks for the invite. Okay. <laughs> Do you tell her she always has an open invite? I used to. I told her, I go, I'm so sick of her because I was going to write back and go, let's play Hangman. And I was going to put S dash uh, uh, F dash. <laughs> And I was like, everybody be like, you can't talk to her like that. She's a treasure. Look how sweet she is with her goofy mutts. Don't get fooled. She's a hothead. She'll stab you. She's a complete hothead. She'll stab you with a squirrel. But I, yes. (laughs) But I told her last night, I go, this is why you bug me and why we love you. She plays the the victim card you and I played a lot. Yeah. She plays it so good all the time. It's poor, poor Laura. And I laugh every time. It's my kryptonite. I was like, shut the Because when we rip her, at some point tomorrow, I'll probably get a text that just says, you know, it'll probably actually say, shut the fuck up. (laughs) And and I love it. But yeah, TFTI. I was like, are you in goddamn mind? 
Dude, she posted a picture of her dog the other day, and yeah. I'm like, does your dog even know who you are? You're out all the time. All the time. <laughs> Cutting the rug. Dancing. Yeah. But and then, did you see? We talked about FanFest, and uh, some people had fun, yeah. and other people's complained about it. Oh, boy. That did not go over well with, with her. Hey, sorry the fucking Padres didn't. Have more fun at a free event, jerks. I like, ah. What you so angry about? She was the one complaining she had to get up early. Well, don't go. Yeah, well, I told her, I said, <laughs> what I loved is that she had pictures. I said this the other day. It was cool. It's pictures of her yeah. and Lauren and their friends out in the outfield. And yeah. I was like, that's great. Like, you go with your friends. Yes. I should have wrote under that TFTI. <laughs> you should have every time. Remember this. Oh, my God, those two. Remember this when she does uh, If they that. were... I think Erica can still be put up for adoption. Just move her out of town. Trade her to Geffner. I love they called her out for not being there. Erica wasn't even there. I, I was there. We didn't see any pictures. Yeah. <laughs> they, Big mouth. That's what I wrote. No. Yeah, I guess she was there. Did you hear all those people complaining, saying, I can't see? There's a girl there yelling, I can't see. Uh, it, she, she fucking always has a good sport about it, but can't yeah. take, man. I'm going to trade her. I'm going to trade her to Elston's podcast <laughs> for future considerations. We'll keep Laura for now. Hey, I want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry is, again, the guy to help you find that home in San Diego. He knows San Diego County better than anyone else. Again, he can get the most for your home. Right now, the real estate market is kicking again. It's amazing how well things are going. Right now, if you're in the market for a home, you're thinking you missed the boat, you didn't. Brian Curry is the guy you need to talk to right now. Call him at 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Okay, you saw it, and I meant to mention this with Dan, but it, it ties into what we tell you with Brian. Big news in San Diego, Dave. We can all sleep easy tonight. The cost of eggs is coming down. Yeah. Everybody was in a panic. Eggs were up high, but now they're coming back to normal. And the hope is that you see that across the board. And maybe that could help with the housing market as well. Man, prices have been insanely high. And for people trying to buy, whether it's your first home or your next home, uh, Brian can help you do it. But call Dan, 858-688-6813. Get your finances in order. And then Brian can take you out. And we say it all the time. I mean, there's so many fantastic neighborhoods that we have the benefit of living in or living nearby. Yeah. But why not find one of those neighborhoods and find your perfect home? And nobody can do that faster and better than Brian Kirk. Absolutely. Also, don't forget about Kyle Fluger. Kyle Fluger's got to help you with your website. Right now, if you need to fix your website and you're thinking you could be doing better in business, there's a good chance it's your website that's not working properly. At the same time, if you're looking to build a brand new website, Kyle Fluger's your guy. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Yeah. If your website's not performing at the way... Uh, instagram is yeah i mean every day it's it's a win every day it's like a it's like a four-leaf clover you're like holy cannoli it's a good day <laughs> and uh yeah that's really good so if it's not working and by the way uh i love capital one they're actually really nice so i was gonna tease them and tell them to get their website together to actually send me tracking for the right package but they'll probably be like oh really yeah now, what if we accidentally put another $4,000 of Cirque du Soleil tickets on there? Well, I'm not saying anything. 
Cap One's got a fan in me. But uh, yeah, if your website needs a little bit of help, give Flugs a call. You ever have a dream where uh, it woke you up in the middle of the night where you're just like, fuck it, and you're up the rest of the day? Like oh, the yeah. rest of the night? Yeah. God, man, that is frustrating. It happened to me last night. So fucking frustrating. I've been so tired, dude, all day long, and I could not shake it. Like, I even got up out of bed and walked around to try and shake the dream and then to, yeah. to get back into bed, and I did it kept going right back What happened, didn't it? it? You're going to hate it when I say it because you're, you're an animal guy. But uh, it was some punk kids. Super- I don't want to hear it. You don't want to make no, it? I mean, no. Oh, I got to tell it now. The audience is like, what the fuck? Well, if animals got abused, we don't want to hear that. Yeah, well, I got to finish the story. So, because now people are like, what the fuck happened? I don't want people writing me on Twitter to finish the goddamn story. Well, they can dream. write to you on Twitter. No, let me just finish the goddamn story. Okay. okay. They super glued the dog's paws to the street. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, and yeah so I lost my mind. Just like you right. would have lost your mind. I was yeah. so fucking pissed that I couldn't fall back asleep. Like, I've been up since 2.30. Yeah. Just checking Bama's feet, making sure she's okay. Yeah, so fu- fucking. And by the way, that fucking <laughs> Sean Walshoff's on it. Sean and I walk every day at six. You've heard me yeah. say it. 545, Sean's on KOSI this morning from his home. Oh, okay. wow. And so I'm watching from downstairs, and I'm watching Sean on TV. Yeah. And, man, you could hear that dog dude jump out of the bed, fucking sprint down the guy downstairs. Where the fuck's Sean? He's in the house. I know Oh, no it. way. Running around like a maniac, dude, for 10 minutes looking for Looking for his buddy? <laughs> We're looking for her buddy? Dude, that is great. Fucking maniac, Dogs dude. are the absolute best. Oh, my gosh. Hey, uh, before you get into that, go to my Twitter tonight. Yeah. I retweeted a really cool story from PSA Cards. Did you see what I retweeted out? Yeah. It's Dallas Braden. Yeah. And Dallas Braden tells the story. And we tell this story. I've, I've said a lot about uh, my friend Erica who committed suicide and the connection that I have to the song Blinding Lights. And it kind of feels like she's there. Dallas Braden tells this incredible story tonight that he lost his mother. His mother passed away Oops, years ago. They were super tight. Yeah. And they had an incredible relationship. And he said, you know, I think the no hitter was thrown on Mother's Day. And he tells, he's saying that he went and he pitched in Baltimore one night. And he pitched in Baltimore, and his grandmother was at the game. And she's at the game, and the seat next to her happens to be open for the whole night. And he has this night with his grandmother. And he said a couple of, just recently, he's at a card show. And a guy brings a card to him. And one of we do it. I'm sure Tops does it. Panini probably does it. Where you go and you find tickets. Now you can't do it because everything's digital. Yeah. But you find tickets from the game and you make that into a trading card. And this guy came up to Dallas Brayton, who was signing autographs at the card show, and said, hey, will you sign this? And Dallas Brayton said, this card's going home with me. I'm keeping this card. And it was a ticket. And the ticket was... In, incorporated into the trading card cool. and it was the seat next to his grandmother. Love it. And he was like, my mom meant a lot to me. And he said, I feel like that seat was open for a reason. He goes, I pitched a great game that night. Yeah. And it's just this unbelievable, cool story. That's cool. Of him telling it. And he said, he told it to the guy and the guy said, absolutely. That card only belongs to you. But uh PSA who grades cards, yeah. um, my buddy, Chris Carlin and those guys, uh, they tweeted, uh, uh, man, it's beautiful. Yeah. You just watch this, and, and when you lose somebody, Dave, you know it better than anybody, man. When you lose somebody, you're just always kind of looking for that. As Dallas Braden's holding this card 
with the perfectly intact ticket from the open seat next to his grandmother. Man, it gives you chills. It's great. That kind of happened to, to me on the first Father's Day after Jake passed, where I went to Dodger Stadium. Rita, yeah. Josh, and I went, and they're playing the Cubs Sunday night baseball. Yeah. Sold out. Now, I swear to God, it didn't look like there's an empty seat in the house. You know, it's Father's Day, and they let you play catch on the field after oh, right. the game. And we go to sit down, and the seat between me and the other guy was open. No, wild. And I said, hey, can I put my son's stuff here? Because I brought Jake's stuff, like if he yeah. was going to the game with us. And they're like, yeah. And, man, it, I took a picture of it. It's on my phone. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was crazy. You look. I kept saying to Rita, look around. I go, tell me if you can find one empty seat. And we couldn't, yeah. except the one that was right next to me. If they, uh, was it digital at that point? I don't have the, no, I, I don't I don't think so. I think it probably was. I mean, this is 2019. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Um, it was that was wild. Yeah, was like, it was super emotional to see that that seat was there, and then just looking over and Jake's stuff's there. Oh, love that, that man! Was, that was crazy, but uh, yeah. yeah, it was nuts. Uh, today we're gonna do um, how old are they? How much are they worth? We're going February eighth. Want to wish two people a happy birthday today? My sister's birthday today. Oh, happy uh, happy birthday to Lisa and from me, Dave, uh, Colonel Steve Austin, and from Gene Simmons. <laughs> I call my sister. She's in Africa. Yeah. So, so I'm, I always get confused on the time. Yeah. So I realized, holy shit, I'm about to miss the eighth. I better call right now. It was like 1130 at night. Yeah. And uh, so I call her up and I'm like, what time is she? It's 1130. I go, what What are you doing on your birthday? She goes, I'm actually camping in Africa right now. <laughs> and I go, you're camping? My, my sister is right. worse than me, you know? She goes, well, we're in a tent, but there's a chandelier. Does that count? I go, no, there's <laughs> that a fucking does count. count. Does it count? Come on, Ernie. Jesus, man. So, uh so happy birthday to her, but of course, uh, Christy Lozier as well. Listens oh, to every one of these yes. shows. Listens to every single one of them. So uh, happy, happy birthday. birthday to her How cool is that? Yeah. That they share a birthday. Yeah. I love that. There you go. So here we go. We'll go on February 8th. We're going to start off with uh, three people who are no longer with us. Okay? okay. Before I get this real quick, I saw a movie today. I want to ask if you've ever seen it. Okay. Because this is a running argument with my mother and I about movies that she said were much better then than they were today. Okay. Movie came out in 1970, before I was even born. Okay. Uh, but it had five stars, five out of five. Okay. It was Love Story with Ali McGraw and Why Ryan O'Neill. Why would you watch that? Because it had five stars and I had to have some ammunition to call my mom to say if she was right or wrong. It was, it was terrible. I, have you seen this? No. I'm okay. a guy. It won like a movie of the of year. Life. Like it got her, her goddamn prince in the fucking cement. It was yeah. such a big thing. Damn it. No. I'm like, this sucks. This movie sucks. Uh, yeah. Ryan O'Neill? Yeah. She dies. Sorry, spoiler alert. Whoa. At 24 years old. And, dude, nobody cries. Her dad doesn't cry. She doesn't cry. He doesn't cry. They just went off the set. Dude, yeah. Just fucking walked and just walked to the ice rink in Central Park and just stared at the ice. And then that movie ended. I'm like, what a sh shitty movie. I cannot believe you watched five that movie five, and admitted. I watched Love Story. I did. Right uh, before you walked in. Jesus. Shocked you didn't you cry. Go, you call me a bitch right now. You, I, are you know me. I would cry, but it wasn't worth crying over. Yeah, that that tells you it's a bad movie. Yeah, Ryan O'Neill didn't cry. <laughs> Fuck. Crazy. The closer. No shit. He went right from her to Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. I didn't realize, number one, she's still alive, too, is uh, she was uh, she was alcohol. Big time alcohol problem. Allie McGraw? Yeah. And I didn't realize also that what's the deal with everyone back in the day being married seven times? Yeah. You know? All the time. Elizabeth Taylor? Yeah. Larry King? Yeah, what the hell, Larry King? Fuck. All right, Gary Coleman. How old? Oh wait, who did we have first? Gary Coleman's first guy. Okay, Gary Coleman. Uh, fifty-eight would have been fifty-five today. Oh shit! Uh, 
300,000. 75,000. Oh, boy. Remember he was a security guard when he died? Yeah. I don't Paul think he Blart. ever got laid. No. Yeah. Well, I don't think so either. Yeah. Former manager of the Padres. Remember that yeah, fucking movie? Yeah, shit. You would have thought that would have got him something. <laughs> Some damn brown uniforms. Yeah. Can't, can't be a cocksman wearing those guy nope. uniforms. Nope. James Dean. Oh, dude. That's really good. Okay. So, say 94. 92. Did better than I thought. Uh, $3 million. $2 million. Did much better than I thought. Okay. Here's one you and I used to be a fan of. We used to watch these videos all the time. All right. Kimbo Slice. Oh, dude, I love Kimbo. Uh, 2007, you and I were watching Kimbo Slice videos all, all the, the time. time. I don't think we ever sponsored him, but he was on a few cards. Uh, Kimbo, 47? 49. Would have been 49. Died in 2016. Uh. 400 grand. Close again. 500,000. All right. All right. Last two. Vince Neal. Ah, dude. How great is Vince Neal? Uh, 61. 62. Man, you're pretty close. Okay. Uh, 8 million. $50 million. No shit. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. All right. Last one, because I know you're you're kind of a fan because you love the show. Yeah. But the name is outstanding. Okay. Okay. Creed Bratton. Dude, that guy is so great. Name on the show, name in real life. Yeah. And a musician, right? Played for a band, like was in yeah. a band that had like a top 10 hit. Uh, I'll say 78. 80 years old. Okay. Uh, I'll say 7 million. It says $3 million. That's what okay. it says for him. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. What's the best excuse for being late you've heard or you've used? Uh, man, I hate being late. I know you do. Every well, I did too. But yeah, I'm not lately. I'm not great at it. it pisses me off when I'm late. Yeah, uh, I don't have one. I got a great one. What's that? And I'm telling you, I think this one works for anybody listening. Okay, because no one's okay. gonna yell at you. They're gonna be upset you're late. Yeah, but they're gonna give you a pass. Okay. My dog got out. Yeah, because everyone's always, you can't go to work if your dog's no. Out. Of hey, course my dog not. got out, but I decided I'm gonna work and waste nine hours, and then hopefully my dog's at the front door when I get back. Come on, you got to go get your dog. I, my house. Unless your Laura doesn't give a fuck, just leaves. Doesn't us. even know her dog's name. Jesus, you. <laughs> Spot down. Um, yeah, I mean, I house that last week. You take the dog out. When the dog comes back, he just wants to eat and crash. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Your dog got out because you didn't take him out. Animal hater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you had a parrot, what would you teach it to say? Oh, that's great. That's really great. Um, that's pretty funny. You got to be careful. I don't know. You, you can't what, teach it go pods. You don't want to. Ernie no. Martinez would say go pods. Right. Um, I'd be straight from the guy from Succession. Fuck off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think it just would be when anybody comes in. I just teach the parrot to say, "Is that Lisa Ann?" <laughs> <laughs> no, not this time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, she's coming by later. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, what book or TV series do you wish you lived in? Oh. Oh, I like that. 
What book? Yeah, think about this one. Or TV series. I like that. I oh, got dang. I had to think about this one. Yeah. Yeah, think about that too. Um. Oh, I'll uh. TV series? Either one, book or TV series. Dude, when I was a kid growing up, well, it's funny. WKRP was great. I loved that one. Yeah. But the show that I loved was awesome, was Vegas with Dan Tana. <laughs> Robert Urich? Robert Urich and Judy Landers, yeah. man. I'll take that. I, I mean, I don't know off the top of my head. What do you got? <laughs> I don't know. I was saying I was like the sitcoms when I was a kid, but she's going to be a shock. I shouldn't even ask this question. This is going to be shocking when I tell you right now. I think Dynasty. I think I wish I was in Dynasty. I wish I was one of the what characters. Would you have been? One of the guys living in that fucking mansion in fucking Denver. Oh, shit. You're the guy raking leaves. I'm banging Lynn Evans and Joan Collins. Yeah, ain't even doing either of that. That's true. You're, raking leaves. You're right raking the pool. leaves. Hoping Larry Hagman. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's hoping John Forsythe doesn't yell at you. <laughs> Yeah. You're not doing anything. Why do you got to ruin the fantasy, you, you asshole? You might get an occasional sideway glance from Pamela Sue Martin if you're lucky. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Do you have a guilty pleasure song that you listen to, but you wouldn't listen to if they're a group of guys in the car? Oh, that's great. Um, my Spotify, they, they gave kind of like, for a while I had like the top songs that you listen to yeah and there's a whole bunch but then it just plays now like it just plays random stuff and Dude, okay that's funny you say that what's the deal with like alexa where you can tell alexa hey alexa play the best of the beatles and she'll go all right i'll play in song of the beatles and songs that are similar to what the beatles do that's not what i fucking asked you to do yeah no i don't i don't even have that I have oh you don't google, have any of those things. i have google assistant and they're like you try doing any of that and it's like what <laughs> Yeah. Play the Beatles. I don't have that in your address book. Ah, <laughs> fuck. You don't listen to the radio that way? I, I, like, I'll listen to the radio that way. Everything. I'll just run it through Amazon. Just yell and tell her to play it. Oh, that's like, funny. Like, I'll say, I'll say, straight out, I can go, hey, no, uh, I don't have a, Alexa. Oh, shoot, I got the guy Alexa right here. We're in it. Yeah. So-and-so play the Dave and Jeff podcast. It comes right up. Oh, that's cool. No. No, wait. Alexa's on which one? It's Amazon. Oh, that's Amazon. Yeah. Okay. There's one right next to me. That's why I realized it was lighting up every time I fucking said her name. Oh, yeah. Because we were saying um, my kids have iPhones. Yeah. So the other day. Siri. Yeah, Siri. Hey, Siri, is Jeff a good dad? Not necessarily. <laughs> they loved it. You know, if you ask your, if you ask it um, who Jeff, Jeff Dotseth is, yeah. she'll give a whole bio on you. Oh, boy. And your kids will go, what the fuck? And you yeah. go, yeah, you just wink at them. Yeah, that's Damn me. right. You try it with your name, see how it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I tell you what, yeah. I wouldn't mind hosting Battle of the Network Stars. I, I would have been good at that. that's a good one. That's a good one. Not just the pool, but the yeah. track, the yeah. tug of war. You're right. Yeah, I would have done that. That's a good call. It's better than my Dynasty one, for sure. Look at this guy. This goofball. Do you, do you have a... You know that kid? Yeah, I sure do. Tony Gwynn Jr. Do you have a do you have a guilty pleasure song? Oh, um, oh, that's good. I don't really know. I mean, it just plays everything. I don't really have one. I, I have one now. I don't know. I, I had 
different ones that I just I'd listen to, whatever it's from the from the eighties, the nineties, yeah. whatever. But the one I've been listening to because it showed up on Instagram it was a, it was the Bee Gees in the seventies getting interviewed. Oh, okay. And all of a sudden they just jumped into singing. How deep is your love? Where you're like, that's crazy. How good they sounded. And I'm not a Bee Gees guy. Never yeah. owned a Bee Gees album, anything or CD. And I'm like, God dang, those guys fucking were pretty talented on how they write these songs. And so that's probably the one that has played the most in the last two months. I'll, I'll tell you one I just added. I mean, I don't know that I'd call this a guilty pleasure, but it was funny. A friend of mine and I were just talking about Hall and Oates. Yeah. Because Hall and Oates, when I was a kid, we just kind of dismissed them. Because, they owned the Grammys. Yeah, because I came in around like Man Eater. Yeah. I didn't have any time for any of that shit. But uh, he does this show live from Daryl's house, Daryl Hall. Okay. And he had Pat Monahan from Train On. Yeah. And they did a, a duo for Wait For Me. So goddamn good. But then uh, the other day, I'm driving and She's Gone yes. came on. You're like, dude. She's Gone's a great song. That is Sarah's a great, a great so song. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Wait For Me is a great song. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think I call it a guilty pleasure. But, but again, a group, if there are a group of guys in the car. You're driving a Phoenix, and you say, "Hey guys, th- play She's Gone." I want to look at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, probably. If Costa did that to us, we'd be ripping him. Costa have the Mamma Mia he soundtrack. Would. He's not talking to anybody. That's true. All right, here we go. This okay. is interesting to me. If you were ruler of the world, yes, who would be your top advisor? Oh, I like that. I like that. My top advisor would be. Uh, why is a ruler of the world? It's <laughs> a ridiculous question, but I'm not curious really. Who's your no, not, not really. really? If if you don't say Laura, she's gonna be super pissed. I can't have somebody that angry. I can't have that. Uh, I can't have somebody who can't see over the podium. No, out. Um. Oh, that's really good. I don't. I don't really know. Would you go to Katie Temple? Oh yeah, there you go. That's a great one. I figured to go Katie. That's why I thought when I asked. I the love question. Temple. Yeah, bring no. Temple. Yeah, put my girl Laura Kane on the board. Yeah, looked like a million the other night. Son of a gun. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Go. You know, what? poor Katie Temple's overdue for a promotion. Absolutely, <laughs> she'd be great. She's a hothead too, but she'd be great. Not like Morgan Fairchild, not something crazy? No. Lisa Ann? Oh, yeah, she's absolutely. <laughs> she's absolutely on the board. She's on the board. Nicole Eggert's on the board. Uh, who else? Dan, Brian, Alan, they're all on the board. There you Flugs. go. Who are you putting on the board? It's a, I'd have to go with our, 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 our brain trust right there. Same guys as well. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I'd probably go with Christy. Christy and I were business partners between radio jobs. She was great at being organized and it's pretty good. Um, real quick, Sunday, can you do a show after the Super Bowl? Because uh, I'm kind of fucked on Monday. If we don't do a show on Sunday, yeah. I'm kind of out to probably Tuesday but or see, Wednesday. the game's not over till like 9, right? Well, the game starts at 3.30. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Well, there go. Let me know. Monday, I got a parent meeting for baseball. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. school, I can't reschedule it. At what time? 6.30 it starts. So by the time I get back here, it's going to be fucking 8.30. Unless you want to go at 8.30. Yeah, we're going to go late on Monday. 
Let's okay. go late on Monday because Super Bowl. I'm over at the house, barbecuing with the kids and everything. I just want to hang out okay. and, and do that. So no problem. We'll come. We'll do a we'll do a late show Monday. It'll probably be a short one, but uh, yeah, let's come down Monday. We'll do it that. Good deal. All, All right. right. Have a great week and enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. Back screen door, I laugh so hard I